0: If you have been waiting for a sign to make your dreams a reality, then this podcast is for you. Yo, what's going on? What up, fam? Friday night. Ah, man, you know, after this massive hike that me and Angie did, good friend of mine, we went on a hike. It was so good. I haven't been on a hike in a very long time. Talk about freedom. Jeez. Like our body is not designed to be locked up in a home. Like lockdown, being stuck in these four walls, going out every half an hour for a walk. Like I would just go to the groceries. just like I wouldn't buy a bunch of food at the groceries just so I could do regular trips to get to the, to just leave, have a reason to leave my home and walk. (laughs) All right. So I'm just going to wait for a few people to get into this live. We're going to talk about why people stare at you at the gym. Why do people stare at you at the gym? That's a good one. What up, Grace? What up, Rohan? Um, Lots of people actually get worried about this. Lots of people actually get really hung up on why people look at them at the gym. So I'm going to start this bad boy and then I can get myself to the gym because I haven't trained all day after doing all this freaking work. So if you are waiting for a sign to make your dreams a reality, then this podcast is for you. If you're currently struggling with signs of laziness, procrastination, can't be botheredism, then this podcast is for you. Now let's talk about it. Let's talk about why people stare at you at the gym. I see a lot of, e. what's going on, Grace?" I see a lot of inexperienced people coming to like a fitness studio with the fear of being judged. And I don't really blame them. Like I've probably helped maybe 2000 Australians join their fitness journey, like probably. And it's very similar, like especially inexperienced people, they don't really know exactly what the experience is like. They probably see some fitness ad on like an infomercial and see some really buff guy or a really toned looking chick walk in with all this confidence. You got like the gym bag, you walk in like shoulder to shoulder and they're full of confidence. Well, unfortunately for most people, it's not like that at all. Like I'll break down some like beliefs that, uh, actually not true but i know that a lot of inexperienced people have the fear of being made of being made fun of like who wants to go to a gym and not know what they're doing like it's kind of the fear of being judged i mean you might be confident in certain social circles you might be confident in certain settings maybe at your job or your work or at home with your friends and your family but you're not really comfortable in a, in a, an environment that you've never been in before it can be a very intimidating place for a lot of people so, like, fear of being judged is a huge one, why most people think people are staring at them at the gym. Like, fear of starting something new. I mean, when you start a new relationship or when you start a new, like, project or, like, a new job, um, you, you move into a different suburb. Like, you do have, like, that fear of starting something new. You don't know what to expect. Like, the brain has no recollection of this happening before. Obviously, you're going to feel a little bit... How you going at the start, you know? Also, fear of knowing what to do. Like you don't know what you're doing. So therefore, you're constantly worrying about what other people are thinking about you, which makes total sense, right? Like it makes total sense to feel like people are staring at you because you feel lost. And if you feel lost, then you might think everyone's looking at you, making fun of you. It's kind of like walking into a club for the first time, walking to a bar. Like I remember, like I got going into my first bar, like it was an underage club. I walked in, and, and I'm like, "Why is the music so loud? Like, does it have to be that loud? And why is everyone bumping shoulder to shoulder? And how is this person so confident to like dance the dance floor like that?" And I could never comprehend my brain around how someone can be like that free. Well, like these people have been doing this forever, and I want to break down some like bad habits, like bad thinking habits that people get into. The likelihood of people actually not noticing you is very high. (laughs) The likelihood of people not noticing you in a fitness studio is very high. Very similar to your first experience at a club, okay? The likelihood of someone noticing you walking timidly, like they don't really care. They're there to have fun. And people that are experienced in a gym, they're there to train hard. Okay. They're really, they're there to like focus on their workout. If they glance at you, or th- this is what they're thinking. Cause I think like this, when I'm looking at people, I'm staring at them to think, how long is this person going to take on this machine? I want to go on this. That's like, that's the only reason why I would, they would stare. <laughs> and I guess that would make you feel somewhat uncomfortable, un- like uncomfortable, but it's not you. It's the fact that they're greedy and they want the freaking, they want the machine. <laughs> All right. So let me, um, if you're new and you've never been to a fitness studio before, I'm going to like give you an insight into the big gym experience, like what that actually feels like. So if you're brand new and you're looking for like a gym or a gym just opened up around the corner for you and they got this crazy, like crazy deal and you want to join it, but you're like kind of too scared. You ask all your friends to go with you, but none of them are, like motivated, but you listen to a podcast or you listen to a friend who's lost heaps of weight and you feel motivated, you want to do something about it. So you go into your local gym, you go to the front and you'll probably be greeted by the receptionist and then you'll probably meet someone that's going to like do a, a tour with you of what like what a fitness studio is all about. Like that person who does that tour with you is pretty much introducing you to your, your first experience. Like they'll tell you the greatest things about the place, which is how we promote like, like health and fitness. It is great. It's a great thing. But Chances are when you do join that first session, you're probably going to walk straight to the treadmill. That's the safe zone. But like, if you know one thing about success, nothing happens in the safe zone. You have to like move away from the cardio area because let's face it, you didn't join a gym to walk on the freaking treadmill. You join the gym to get great results. No one joins just to walk on a treadmill. Otherwise you just go for a walk outside or buy your own treadmill. And there's probably a good 80% of treadmills in Australia who feel very left out and don't have parents right now. They feel completely abandoned. And they're probably collecting spiderwebs. Like they're probably collecting more dust than anything in the household. Okay. So forget the treadmills. <laughs> All right. So in saying that, when you first walk in, your best bet is to get help. Okay. So most gyms have like what we call like a jumpstart package where a trainer will kind of assist you and tell you like how to use the equipment. Like that's very valuable. Like that's heaps of value. Like, because when you go in and you know what you're doing, the thought of thinking about what other people think about you is gone. The thought of what people are thinking about you is completely gone because you're completely focused on your workout, but let's face it. No, like most people do not know what they're doing. You walk in. You're like, should I do this machine? That looks pretty cool. Oh, those barbell squats that I people see d- on Instagram, like do these really cool squats. Let me go try that out. Oh, no, nah, I don't really know what I'm doing. That happens. Like you go in this bubble of yours, like should I, should I not? Let me try it. Well, I look like an idiot. Like I went through that in my first year. I didn't know what I was doing. And then I asked like my friends for some support and help and they showed me how to do it. And I just did it. I did what is easy, got competent enough to continue with it. Okay. So I want you to know this. No one is actually caring about what you're doing. And if there is someone like I'll notice when I'm working out, if there's like a 16 year old kid in there and he's about to like really hurt himself, I'll, I'll, I'll have to go in there and stop it. Okay. There are some people that do care and they don't want you to hurt yourself because they've been through their own fair share of injuries. So if they do, if some people are looking at you, like maybe they just want to help and be open to that. Number one, number two, like, no one really, really does care. Like, you're not that significant enough for them to care unless you're using their favorite machine. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. So, yeah, get rid of the fear. And sometimes with fear, you have to go through it to actually be confident with it. And, like, some of the ladies I've trained in the past, like, I make them so assure that their program is the number one focus, like, when they walk in. Like, they're not thinking about like anything else but the program that's in front of them. They're thinking about the reps, they're thinking about the sets, they're thinking about recovery, they're thinking about the intensity, they're thinking about breathing in through the nose out through the mouth, they're thinking about breathing through the diaphragm. Like they're not thinking about what other people are like doing. As soon as you worry about what other people are thinking about you, you lose focus on your freaking workout, okay? That's why like I always like train with an Apple Watch now. I got this bad boy 2 weeks ago. And this puts me very in a line with my goals because it Jay-Z, one of my favorite rappers, men and women lie, numbers don't. And when you're burning calories on here or when your heart rate's at 160, might not be like a hundred percent accurate, but it's way better than what your brain thinks. Your your mind's like, Hey, yo, your mind's like, man, I haven't trained in three weeks. This workout was fire. Obviously your brain's going to think like that. You're going to feel like a hero on day one, but, these numbers, like I do highly recommend getting an Apple Watch. I do highly recommend going in with a strategy because if you're not, it's very likely that you're going to worry about what everyone else thinks about you. Very likely. So get out of your own way. Um, some practical steps I want to be able to share with you guys is number one, make sure you get some support on how to do certain exercises. The main ones, squats, lunges, push ups, um, chest press, shoulder press planking like get some basic coaching for that and then if you want to do it on your own that's fine but make sure you're following like a, a structured training program like you should split it up into like a three-day split or a four-day split um number three like stay off the treadmills like your your workout should not be a 50-minute treadmill session you didn't sign up for a whole year to walk on a treadmill it's stupid um and also last but not least if you want like to actually get results. Just know that you don't have the tools to help you get there. You might have the fire. You might have the drive. And although that's well and sexy and it sounds cool, it's not going to matter because most experienced people know that it does take time. It does take practice and patience, all that boring shit. No one wants to hear, but actually it works. Um, So yeah, I hope you guys got heaps of value out of this. Like to sum it all up, why do people stare at you at the gym? It's because you're using their equipment for far too long. Like, get off the machine. (laughs) It's because you probably don't know what you're doing or you're fiddling around your phone. You're on, like, the one of my biggest pet peeves is someone on the leg extension on their freaking phone. Like, how can you be on your phone and extending your legs, like, for 20 reps? It makes no sense to me. I just want (laughs) to. That's why people are staring at you. You're, You're wasting time. Cool. Um, So don't don't worry about feeling judged or anything like that. You're not that significant enough of people that actually want to work out, actually care. Like they, they do not care about you in the most like sincere way. They do not care. Okay, they care about them. <laughs> so that's it, guys. Hope you got heaps of value from this. This is the Think Inspire podcast. I'm so pumped. We've got like 20, 20 plus podcasts right now. Um, I'm so happy. Right, like we've got like over two hundred downloads. Um, I want to give you an update on how like everything is going. So when I created this podcast, I also a few weeks later I created had an idea of like creating like a transformation program that changes people's lives through health and fitness, and I call it to I call it the Dream Team, the Dream Team. And right now, that we got about thirty people in the Dream Team challenge, and they're all getting. Not all of them, I would say a good 84% of them are getting outstanding results. I've had five people in the last three weeks get under 100 kilos for the first time in three years, which makes my freaking heart smile. It makes me get out of bed and makes me sprint all the way up to those stairs at the shrine. I'm fucking pumped. It makes me wake up with so much more energy. And like for people that don't know what it's like to be over 100 kilos, like me. I don't know what that's like, but I see the joy in people's faces when they share that with me, and I can't get enough of it. So our vision is to get to 100 100 people in this dream team um, community because right now it's not just losing the weight. It's like celebrating your success. The reason why people don't keep going is because they don't have a cheer squad. They don't have a cheer squad. Can you imagine, like if you want to think about the NBA last year, imagine them having no fans forever. Like, do you know how hard it would be to be motivated? Like LeBron James even said it, that bubble that they did the finals in was one of the hardest things they had to do, which goes to show how great he is because he actually won a title. You won a freaking title with no fans. Like you you need a support team. You need a support crew. I mean, your team is down. What's going to be the sixth man. It's the fucking fans. It's your cheer squad. They're the people that are going to get you through. So that's, that's enough of that. Um, I'm super pumped. Our forty day, our fourteen day challenge is smashing it right now. We have got forty people in there. I would say a good fifty percent of them are actually doing the work and doing outstanding. You know, and I know how people roll when they do free challenges. I know fifty percent of them won't value it and probably will drop off because that's what humans do. Like they go back on their own word. You know, so. Yesterday, I did a podcast about borrowing belief. If you don't have any confidence that you can actually get the work done, borrow it off someone that does and then borrow it like a car loan and then watch it appreciate in value and it'll become your asset. That's it for today, guys. Hope you feel somewhat inspired. That's it for the Think Inspired podcast. I'm going to go train, do some sumo deadlifts right now. I've been putting it off all day because I got lots of shit I needed to do. Amazing work to you and your challenges. Thank you, Hang. Your You and your crew inspire me. Every time I go check out what you guys are doing, I'm like, Ugh, yes, give me some of that. So it goes around. I, I believe good energy, sh- just good energy, is like a washing machine. <laughs> All right, that's it for me, guys. Have the best day. Have the best night. Do something today that will make your future sound future self proud. Put yourself proud.